Broadway for Tuesday, February 12th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. Just a reminder, there are only two days before Valentine's Day. If you're oh, no. someone who has procrastinated, I know, if you're someone who has procrastinated, it's probably too late to order flowers grown on the side of a volcano somewhere. Um, but, you know, do something, you know, just to show the people that you love that you care. It'd be a nice thing to do. You know, you've got fair warning now. You can always, you know, run down to CVS or Dwayne Reed or whatever and get a card. But do better. Do better than that. You've got time. The only um, days of the year, Valentine's Day and Mother's Day, are uh, the only days of the year that uh, florists make more money than Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, that's probably probably true. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's uh, start off the show with some Broadway casting news. Yeah, James. Uh, well, we didn't get a ton of news yesterday. We did get a few things um, sur- uh, surrounding Broadway casting news. First up, as had been expected, because we didn't hear contrary uh it, when it would be appropriate tony winner laura benanti whom i watched sing send in the clowns as melania trump live on 54 below's instagram last night mm. uh, has officially extended her run in her dream role of eliza doolittle in lincoln center's revival of my fair lady she will now remain with the production through july 7th i personally cannot recommend going to see her in this role highly enough Um, But if you do decide to get tickets for this extended run, make sure that you check with Telecharge because she will be honoring previously announced concert dates during her run. So she does have dates already listed on Telecharge for when she will be out. Also, James, I would personally love it if they decided to film this for live from Lincoln Center before she departed, especially since – uh, Henry Higgins, the Tony nominee Harry Hayden Patton, is scheduled to be with the show through the day before Laura leaves, July 6th. So it seems like that would be a perfect thing to do sometime this summer. That way they can have plenty of time to get it ready to air on Live from Lincoln Center sometime in the fall. Maybe that coincides, maybe the filming coincides uh, with the end of the Broadway run. I, I don't know if they're planning on going beyond when these two stars leave, but I think this is something that needs to be preserved in one way or another. What do you think? Uh, absolutely, but I'm, you know, I think that's kind of a, a slight to Lauren, but... Um... Well, she... Yes, but she left because she had TV things going on. So I don't know that yeah. she's available to do that. Like when they did uh, South Pacific, if you remember, um, they brought uh, Kelly back after she'd gone on maternity yeah. leave. Mm-hmm. They did the same thing with King and I, I believe. She'd already left, uh, I think, and I might be getting these timelines confused. I didn't think to look this up, but um, I think they filmed after she left and they brought her back, or maybe they, maybe she, maybe Ken Watanabe had left and they brought him back. But they've done that in the past. So I, you know, look, I'll, my thoughts on Laura Benanti versus Lauren Ambrose are, are well chronicled, so I won't say anything uh, about her. But I will move on because the other Broadway casting news from yesterday comes directly from hell. Or at least ancient Greece's version of hell funneled through the vision of a Vermont folk singer's perspective. Uh, because on Monday, the upcoming Broadway premiere of Anais Mitchell's Hades Town announced not only its fates, but also its ensemble. Joining the previously announced principals in the show, directed by Rachel Chavkin, will be Yvette Nicole Naser, who played uh, Cha Cha Di Gregorio on Greece Live, Joel Blackman and Kay Trinidad as the fates, Afra Hines, Timothy Hughes, John Krause, Kimberly Maribel, and Ahmed Simmons will play the workers. Coincidentally, that is not the only casting announcement about Ahmad Simmons yesterday. 
We also found out that he will be playing Ben Vereen in the X uh, in the FX limited series Fosse Verdon that'll be released on cable this spring. Good day. Good day for Mr. Simmons. Sure. Um, also, yeah. Also, Hades Town Swings will be Malcolm Armwood, T. Oliver Reed, uh, Kayla Wilcoxon, and Jesse Shelton. Shelton, who is fresh off playing Dawn in the tour of Waitress, actually played one of the fates in the original New York Theater Workshop production of the show Off-Broadway a few years ago. So she's coming back around and then uh, kind of covering a ton of the female roles when it ends up on Broadway. Okay, what do we have in last week's Broadway Grosses? Well, following the previous frame's dismal numbers, thanks in no small part to the, what was it, the polar vortex or whatever we were calling it, Broadway did see a modest rebound this past week, ticking up four and one-third percent week over week to come in at $27,661,258, despite the average ticket price being down a buck and a nickel. Now, only three of Broadway's 27 shows actually saw week to week declines. So that's good. Uh, the obvious one was waitress following the departure of Sarah Bareilles into a much lesser degree, to, despite the fact that we love him, Gavin Creel, but I think it's mo- more to do with Sarah than anything. Uh, they dropped over $285,000 to come in at 701 K. We'll come back to them later. The other two, uh, that saw red numbers last week, I'm not super worried about as network dipped uh, $15,000 to pull in 1,026,000 in just its seven shows of the week. Remember, they only do seven shows. The other was the aforementioned Hamilton moving down uh, about $20,000. It still, of course, stayed way above the rest, coming in at $3,108,317. Again, for another week, no other show other than Hamilton was above $2 million. That means there is a more than $1 million gap between Hamilton at first place and Cursed Child at second, which came in at $1.95 million. They were followed by nine other shows to cross seven figures. The Lion King, To Kill a Mockingbird, Wicked, Frozen, Dear Evan Hansen, Aladdin, The Aforementioned Network, The Book of Mormon, Mean Girls, and The Share Show. Down at the other end of the scale, MTC's recently extended Choir Boy was still chugging along at nearly 380000 The Prom was actually next on the list, despite more than a 27 k bump coming in at $527,000. Sadly, James, I think we're going to have to start keeping our eyes on that one. Um, I think that their producers always knew that it would be an uphill battle to make this one successful. So I am... Uh, cautiously optimistic and cautiously confident that they've planned to have enough money in the reserves to make it through Tony nominations day. Um, So we'll see what happens there. And then with the band's visit and Anastasia announcing closing last week, the next four open-ended shows moving up on the Gross's ladder are Chicago, which will outlive us all at 545,000 beautiful, which I still think is actually in good shape to hang around for a bit at 682,000. Then waitress at that 701 K I mentioned and King Kong at 725,000. I kind of am starting to expect that both of these uh, will make it through the summer. And obviously a lot can happen between now and then. But then after that, after Labor Day, I think anything could happen for Waitress and King Kong. I would not be surprised if um, they, they they called it quits then. Um, I could I think King Kong will make it through the summer because it did do fairly well during the holidays. And I think tourists will go see that waitress. I could see closing at any point um, just 
because it doesn't seem to make a ton of money without Sarah Bareilles in it. But uh, James, with K- uh, Kiss Me Kate and Be More Chill beginning performances this week, I will be interested to see how, if at all, these shows, uh, new shows, these new musicals coming to Broadway impact other shows grosses next week. We're going to have uh, a little bit of weather in New York tomorrow, uh, actually oh, on, on okay. Tuesday. So um, I, I don't think it's going to be big, big weather, but it might might affect it a little bit. Uh, something interesting about the prom is that the prom just passed uh, this past week the 100 performance mark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not sure what's in the uh, contracts for rights vesting, but uh, it might be that there's a target they were, they were looking to get to first. So Well, sure. And, and after 100 performances, uh, they can sell the syndication rights, right? Well, that's the rights vesting, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I was making a TV joke. Never mind. It uh, didn't work. It, oh, was, 100, show, 100 episodes on TV. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Like, yeah, yeah, syndication. 100 episodes just set for life. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That was poor, really bad execution Aaron, on my poor part. Poor Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do we have in ticketing news? All right. So we had a couple things that I wanted to get in here before we wrapped everything up for today. Yesterday, the upcoming Soho Playhouse production of Phoebe Waller-Bridge's one-woman show, Fleabag, announced that front row tickets are on sale now for the six-week engagement for just $49, via an exclusive opportunity from Todaytix, both the app and the website. Now, I already have tickets to see this show when I'm in town, and I paid a lot more than $49, and I still think that I got a very good deal for like my very back of the house tickets. So this is an even better deal. Uh, believe me, I fully believe that this is going to be one of the things that all the cool kids are talking about in this spring's theatrical season. So get tickets now if you can. It is slated to run just from March 7th through April 14th. And that's including the recent extension. Another show that some people, you know, maybe talking about this spring. I don't know maybe a little bit, uh, is is a new musical called Be More Chill. Maybe you've heard of it. Well, the musical's Broadway premiere, which begins performances tomorrow, revealed that a limited number of $40 rush seats will be available on a first-come, first-served basis at the Lyceum Theater. So kids, get your blankets and sleeping bags ready. That's going uh, to be rent-esque, I think, for the first few performances at least. You know, we should pay attention to that because uh, we might discover the next Jennifer Ashley Tepper camping outside of Be More Chill uh, for 20 years from now be the producer extraordinaire I'll tell you we mentioned Jennifer Ashley Tepper a lot and she's kind of because of her role, her multiple roles as a historian, as as a producer uh, with 54 Below, she seems kind of omnipresent in everything cool in the theatrical community. But I really do not think that we talk enough, we collectively as a community, talk enough about just how incredible um, she is as an artist and what her resume is as being somebody who's I, I don't know how old she is. She's, I mean, she's much younger than me, I think. Um, so I, I I think at some point we're going to have to sit down and start saying she's she's pretty special. And I think we know that, but I don't think we've really talked about it as much as we should have because she's, uh, she, she's something extraordinary, James. I totally agree. And this is why, you know, I've been bringing her up for years on Broadway Radio. We've, Absolutely. Uh, we've done some interviews with her. And after Be More Chill opens up and craziness calms down, we'll see if we can get her back on. Say hello. Absolutely. Super special. All right, Matt. Why don't you get us out of here? 
All right. Thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Tuesday with us. If you're in the tri-state area, get out the snow shovels for uh, your morning commute. And uh, Matt and I will be back and talk with you tomorrow. Actually, it's just Matt tomorrow. Yeah, just me. <laughs> <laughs>